0: I want to show you some of the things that God has given me prophecies about. Amen. Amen. You've seen what is happening with Canada. All right. I want to show you when I prophesied it. So they will run that video. Watch. Thursday of this week. I got up and I'm trying to get ready. I turned around to iron things, and the word of the Lord came to me and thundered in my spirit. Canada, oh Canada, <coughs> you that refuse to hear my word, you that I incarcerating my children, that I attempt to preach to you, your judgment will soon come. Oh, Canada. Put it on TV. See, your judgment will soon come, oh, Canada. And many of you shall run to your friends in California. And my judgment will fall on that state to fulfill Everything I have spoken, yet to be fulfilled. You shall run and shall not find rest anywhere, oh Canada. There's only a handful of us left on the earth. True prophets, not the prophets of bread. I wasn't thinking of anything. Minister Gavin said to me yesterday, when I was telling the leaders the prophecy, he said, do you know that if you look at the national anthem of Canada, it begins with, O oh, Canada, O oh, Canada, God lifted the word from their national anthem Amen. to thunder in my spirit. Yeah. I'm beginning to get full. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yay! Your judgment will come. And you will run from your nation, from your country, to your friends in California, that are just like you. And my judgment will fall on both of you, in that state, in America, to fulfill everything I've spoken against California. That are yet to be fulfilled. Mark it. Write it down. It will come to pass. Yeah. Hallelujah. As I have spoken. Yeah. That is so expensive. And priceless. Where do you see such accuracy in this day and time? And just as I was watching the video. Now. God just said to me, the fire is only the beginning. This is the dress rehearsal. Oh, the word that just flashed in my spirit is the preamble. Not dress rehearsal, the preamble. This is just the start. I told you that secular humanists don't have any power. It's the church that's the problem. Amen. Amen. I know that these things are prophesied to happen to the end of time Amen. but the end of time doesn't have to happen while I'm here Amen. Hallelujah. I can keep pushing it back Amen. don't you see that when God you know pronounced judgment against Nineveh the king called a fast even made animals to fast even babies fasted Amen. and God turned the judgment away Amen. but then later on Another generation arose, and when the herbal was said, they ignored it. And then the judgment came to pass. God says, I'm not going to lose America. Amen. Thank he you, sent Lord. me to raise altars. You, and now you see the altars are speaking louder and louder and louder and louder. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And it's almost like something has crossed across the water because all of a sudden the British are waking up and saying, no, we don't want any transgender thing with children anymore. That just happened this week. Reigning in life by extraordinary abundance of grace. Because I know you want to win. But you have to learn how to win through Christ. When you see that I'm deliberate, I'm slow to anger, and I don't respond to things, it's because I understand the spiritual laws that govern life. If you're making noise, you're telling me you're a neophyte. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that when a man is young and full of pride, his mouth calls for strokes. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I've given this testimony before, when Pastor Beniza, my son, was the president of the Nigerian Minister's Fellowship. This young man arose and started insulting all of us and telling us that we had all backslidden and we are getting summons from the internet, and all of this nonsense. I don't know what he thought about himself. So I asked them, who is this fool? <laughs> because it's only a fool that will speak like that. First of all, you don't know who is sitting there. It's like you getting a, a financial blessing, and you get $2,000. And you come to a meeting and start making noise of how blessed you are, and how powerfully God has blessed you, and And people should come and tap into your anointing. (laughs) For (laughs) $2,000? Okay. Somebody may be sitting there that just had a $100,000 breakthrough. Or a million dollars. And they haven't said a word. So my daddy said that when the dog is barking, he said the goat and the sheep saw whatever the dog is making noise about long ago. And hadn't said a word. <laughs> <laughs> hadn't said a word. Huh. So he tricked us. One of the fathers in Nigeria was coming here, and they asked us all to chip in money to host him. And we all contributed. So I went to the meeting, all of us, and we didn't know he has hijacked all our money. So he got up there and, and asked all the pastors that were now following him away from the parent organization to stand up. Wow. He said, we're taking over. Mm. I said, OK, that told me he's not going anywhere. <laughs> 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 Just open your mouth two seconds. I know where you are. <laughs> this one is going to the dumpster. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm. okay you they're taking over. He said, "Now these are the real fathers. And then he gave people like me a little left foot of fellowship. He said, know there are people here that claim to be the fathers, but these are the real fathers. Wow. And we need to guarantee that he comes to Atlanta every year before Houston and other places will take him. I didn't say anything. So after the meeting, people were asking me what, what I thought. I said, nothing. <laughs> so we came here that Monday to play ping pong. And, uh, no, it wasn't that Monday, because that Monday was uh, the NMF meeting, So, and I preached there. Of course, because of that meeting, many people didn't come, but the fire of God was so strong in that meeting. And he was there. So I said, oh, I can see that uh, you're part of the generation that invent your own fathers, mm. not the one God gives you. Hallelujah. See how wisdom talks? Yes. I just gave him an uppercut (laughs) (laughs) smoothly. (laughs) So it was the upper Sunday, uh, Monday, that I was playing ping pong with my son. And I told him, just give him time. Just give him time. Don't worry about him. He's a non-issue. He said, well, he's doing this. He's doing that. I said, don't worry about him. He's a non-issue. All right, so he said, OK, Then we started playing ping pong. Then after a few months, news came that something happened in Nigeria. And then his church scattered. And then, remember, they were taken over. or so he's taken over. <laughs> At the end of the day, the church shut down. He left Atlanta. Moved back to Nigeria. got a new wife. (laughs) I I finally preached Lisa up. What? (laughs) You know, but he thought he was taking over. But the battle hadn't even started. That's the same thing I'm telling you that Satan does to you. He's caused one little win He starts making noise when the battle hadn't even started. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit is telling me to tell you there's resurrection on the way. Suddenly you will get up. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? I came over here. See, one, two, three, four. See a mark for Resurrection. Are you gonna come from over there? So, so so he, he's sitting over there and reaching his hand. You have to be Goliath for your, your hand to reach over there. <laughs> so that's why I came to talk about reigning in life because God's ways are angular Amen. and Satan is always making noise. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at the song she sang. So how did I get here where I started doubting? That you're able to do the impossible. Who bewitched me? How did I get here? No, no. You're still a God of miracles. And you are more than? I've seen so many dry seasons. So many down times. So many times it looked like everything was depressed. Mm -hmm. Only to wake up. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. And the rose of Sharon, the bride and morning star appeared in the horizons of my life and said, get up, I've healed you, get up, you can do it, get up, I've overcome for you, hallelujah, you ought to throw up your right hand and say, pastor, you're preaching right, You have to know who you believe to know who you believe. So let me read the text again. In Romans 5, 17. For if by one man's offense death reign by one, much more, they which receive abundance of grace, and... Of the gift of righteousness shall do what? Shall reign in life by one. Jesus Christ. So I maintain once again that it is God's will for us to Rain. reign in life. Okay. Only kings reign. Yes. In America you have pageants and they talk about their reign. But it's only 12 months. That's not a reign. Amen. A reign is for life. Yes. The king rules for life. Amen. Presidents are elected for four years. Amen. A king reigns for life. Amen. Once God has made you a king, you're a king. You may be eating from a dumpster, but you are a king. It's only the day you wake up that you discover that you're a king. Hallelujah. Do you know that even the people that hang at Walmart's parking lot and begging, Mm. they have a hustle that many of us don't even have? Mm. Deaconess was telling me that one approached her. He said, well, can you help me? You know, my family is this and that and the other. Deaconess said, I usually do. But this time, I I don't have any cash. I don't have anything. Do you know what the young man said? (laughs) Hey, cash app." Can you believe it? Wow. You mean you have a phone? Right. Smartphone for that matter. Wow. And the app. Oh, yeah. I said, I didn't know this is, this is not a business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Oh yeah. And she said, what? Cash up? Yeah, yes. <laughs> you can't cash up the you know, thing to me. He said, because many of you are lying and you look like one of the people lying. I didn't know it was a right now, yeah. huh? Powerful, <laughs> this one I say powerful beggar. No, no, powerful, powerful. Oh, prideful, prideful beggar. I say he needs a backhand. <laughs> uh, you have a smartphone, and you, know you know, cash app. Hmm. Hallelujah. And you, and you and I have been going to work. And laboring and suffering. <laughs> we didn't know we had to do was get a cell phone. Amen. And get download for App. shop. And just go around collecting money. <laughs> what a life. No, but God didn't call us to beg. Amen. Hallelujah. God called us to reign. One of the things I celebrate in my life is that suffering didn't break me. Amen. I refuse to surrender. I've discovered that who I am and what I have are two totally separate things. Amen. I've seen many rich fools, well-dressed fools, people riding Bentley and Benz, and they're bigger fools than people on the corner. Because what you have don't make you who you are is who you are in your spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. I am a son of God. Amen. I am a king because the Father made me. Hallelujah. And I told you that when God blessed me with a brand new Avalon, and people started making comments oh, where's where the jalopy? Where's the, you know, clunker? I said, oh. I didn't even know they thought that about my car. <laughs> yeah, because what I was driving didn't make me any difference. Amen. People thought I was receiving gold from Africa, they said. My parents were sending me gold. I said, my parents are sending me gold and I'm driving a 77 Chevy that's rusted. But it was God that said to me, it's because you are bigger than your car. Yeah. So they didn't notice your car. They notice you. Watch now, they're all gonna run away. Uh My (laughs) amen corner is about to disappear. If I see you and your fake hair speaks more than you. mm, 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 mm. God always arranges it that I'm standing by my elders. Can none of you touch me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the help. Amen. <laughs> no, 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 I, I'm, I'm serious now because Satan attacks so many of you ladies. And your hair and your this and your that is eating your lunch. And all the time you should have been communing with the Holy Ghost for the Father to download life into you. You're worrying about your hair. You're worrying about your nails. you Who are you? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. Who are you? I remember years ago, I saw this lady. It was Dickens' friend. So beautiful. I was so disappointed when I found out later that this gorgeous young lady didn't like her toes. Her big toe. She so hated it that at one point she almost attempted suicide. Oh Lord. How ridiculous! Can you get? Wow. So the people with ugly nose then <laughs> at least your big toe is hidden. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. This one is speaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, glory <laughs> to God. I'm not making you laugh, but I'm showing you how wicked Satan is. How sinister the warfare. You're preaching a destiny to a man, and Satan is prophesying to him in his head. Hallelujah. Satan is the wicked spirit that cripples a man's soul. And that's why I bring resurrection. Hallelujah. That the word of faith causes you to get up and say, wait a minute. I have a promise. I told you that when we were negotiating for the citation. So these white boys, after a while, was getting you know more and more arrogant by the day. And they started reneging on everything I agreed on. And after a while, I thought, wait a minute, this is not a gift. Amen. I'm paying. Amen. Amen. And the last time I checked, the customer is always right. 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 Amen. That's why many of you are broke, because you don't know that one disgruntled customer can cost you half your sales in a year. Amen. Amen. They'll take their bitterness and join a crusade yes, and start telling people not to go there. Not to go there. The people that treat people right know that that's their money. Amen. Amen. When they complain, okay, 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 just have it. Let's not worry about it. Amen. And then they will go out and tell 10 people, you need to go on over there. Amen. He'll treat you right. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He may have spent $10 and then he'll send you people that will spend 200 Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. That's a guy that sells Close to me in Nigeria. I mean, Bishop, you know, that you saw in the announcement for the conference. Bishop's been telling men, man, you need to pastor. You need to become a pastor. Because the guy's mouth is too sweet. (laughs) (laughs) He will make you spend more than you ever plan to spend. Beloved, it is such a joy to bring this word to you. Many people are crippled in life and by life itself, the trials, the challenges, the condition, particularly financially, distorts who we see ourselves to be. Not knowing that that's the satanic weapon against you personally. God has ordained you as a king and a priest unto God, to reign in life by the grace of God. Yet the pursuit of the material, what I'm driving, where I live, what I'm wearing, my hairdo, my makeup, all these things have distorted who we are and we are seeing ourselves as these things. No, you should be bigger than your makeup, bigger than your car, bigger than your dress, bigger than your suit, Bigger than where you live. Because those things can go tomorrow. That's why people jump off the bridge and commit suicide. God has called us to reign in life. And you have to learn how to turn the grace of God loose in your own life. So you can win in every area. It may not have even been said in the message. But I'm telling you now, this warfare is one area at a time. You don't just get a blanket victory. You have to learn how the grace of God operates in every area and activate it. God came to me when I was broke and didn't have anything. He taught me tithing. He taught me seed sowing. And he revolutionized my life. So when I hear people preaching against tithing or arguing whether it's Old Testament or New Testament, I don't pay any attention. God came to me personally and said to me, son, if you don't tithe, you are a non-covenant man. And there's very little I will do with you. So if you have such an argument, you are talking to the back of my head. I heard that uh, a prominent preacher now is preaching against tithing. I don't know who he is listening to. But the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob came to me. And taught me tithing, just as Melchizedek came to Abraham and taught him tithing. <laughs> One guy said to me, "Don't you see that it was not commanded?" I said, "Oh, children of Moses, please out of my way! You are not in the grace of God. What, what do you do? You mean it's not commanded? <laughs> you are taught the ways of the Spirit, and then you engage in it. You're waiting for it to become a law before you do it. These are broke." cursed people. Tithing is a way you sanctify the 90 God leaves you with and it becomes a permanent glory resident blessing. It is like a blessing carrying a blessing. That's why I said the blessing of God makes rich and there is no sorrow in it. Hey, I have taught these things not only for me, I've seen it revolutionize the lives of people in the villages overseas. And, and they start tithing where they are. You see women f- selling bean cakes in the market. They start tithing. And all of a sudden, they can't fry enough. <laughs> and somebody's living in America and arguing. One guy rose up in Nigeria and started preaching against tithing and telling people, and all this young generation bought into it. Six months later, his ministry was almost non-existent. He was so, he, he, he braved the shame. and He came out begging, asking for invitations. And telling his, his ministry uh, had disappeared. I said, good. You should shut down for good. Because you're preaching humanism and pride. Abundance of grace is released in our lives. <laughs> when you learn the ways of the grace. He said, those have received it, and then the righteousness that goes with it. He said, you reign in life. You see that your life is not what you are able to produce on your own. Your life is what the grace of God is producing for you, through you, and by the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive that grace. Receive it today. Repent of your pride. Repent of your arrogance. Repent of your so-called intellectual pride. The reason many people are rushing into medicine and pharmacy and all of this, because those are good paying jobs. Then supposing the industry changes tomorrow. What are you going to do? If you don't learn the things I'm teaching you, the snake will crawl into your life and produce a curse. I know a pharmacist that died of cancer. Had a six-figure job couldn't help her. You need the grace of God. Receive it today in Jesus' name. I've got to go. But that's a great way to begin this week. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.